Hey, you're listening to the Riverdale Podcast. This is episode number 223. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. This is a weekly Archie Comics fan podcast. We update every Saturday morning, and every week we break things up four ways. First up, as always, is the book of the week. That's the comic book I read this week. Sometimes it's a new comic book. Sometimes it's an old comic book, but it's always an Archie comic book. We're going to move then to the news of the week. That's what happened in the world of Archie in the week since our last podcast. Then into new releases. That's what came out this past Wednesday, what will be coming up this coming Wednesday. And we're going to wrap up this week uh, answering some emails. Awesome. I love answering emails. I always wait till I've I've got a few. Um, So we've got a couple to talk about. Um, I'm excited about them. We'll do that at the last portion of the show coming up. Before we jump into the show, what I like to do in this part of the show is thank everyone who is donating to the show through Patreon over at patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Uh, there are a bunch of folks who have, uh, you know, stepped up to throw some money at the show and make it happen every month. And for that, I'm truly, truly appreciative. So a uh, big thank you to everyone who is contributing. If you want to contribute, that'll entitle you to a big thank you on this show. Uh, and for a donation of 3 bucks a month or more, I'll send you a little package with some uh, with a your very own official Riverdale podcast pin. So if that's something you're interested in doing, uh, you want a big shout-out and a thank you on the show and a little pin put on your jacket and wear about town, uh, head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Um, so thanks again for folks who are doing that. Thanks to everyone who's considering it. Let's jump into the book of the week. All right, folks, it's here. Um, we knew it was coming and, and now it's, it's, it's upon us. I had to to double check my facts. It kind of snuck up on me, even though I've been waiting for it to show up. This week's book of the week is Archie Comics Double Digest number 269. This contains the final new story, uh, new Archie story by Fernando Ruiz. There's a brand new story, a brand new lead story for this issue called Happiness is a Clean Pup. And uh, this was penciled and written by Fernando Ruiz, inked by Bob Smith, with letters by Jack Morelli and colors by Glenn Whitmore. And this is a great story. This is a great, uh, a great note to go out on, I, I guess. Um, and I don't think <laughs> that Fernando necessarily wrote it with the thought that it would be his final story. But um, that's something that Fernando uh, kind of announced and openly talked about back in March uh, that uh, it, it he was told he wasn't getting any more assignments we weren't gonna see uh, he was gonna get he wasn't gonna get any more work from Archie and there, we therefore obviously we're not gonna see any more of his stories and his work um, uh, or at least new stuff coming from Archie obviously not only does Archie have a, a deep back catalog of stories, by Fernando that they'll be reprinting indefinitely, you know, in digests and, and collections and um, and things like that. Um, but there's also the possibility, since they have as much inventory as they do, as many stories um, as yet to be published, 
there's a possibility of seeing uh, more of Fernando's work in the future uh, in terms of uh, covers and, and uh, it, it, there could be an inventory story uh, written and or drawn by Fernando. Uh, we just don't know. We'll have to wait and see what comes down the line. But for now, um, I think we should treat this a little uh, reverently, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, mar market, uh, market on the calendar, <laughs> I guess. I don't know what the terminology is, but, um, y you know, let's, uh, let's acknowledge it. That's the, that's the phrase I want to use. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, Fernando Ruiz, uh, final Archie story. And, uh, there are two other stories in here, um, which were drawn, at least drawn, if not written, by Fernando. And we'll talk about those as well. So we're going to keep this this talk of uh, RG Comics Double Digest number 269 uh, contained within the world of Fernando. Let's talk about this lead story because um, it's great. Uh, <laughs> it's really, really fun. Uh, we kick off the issue with a cover by Fernando with Betty and uh, and Archie swinging on the swings, and here comes uh, none other than Vegas, of course, Archie's dog, um, jumping onto the third swing. It's a good look. I like, as I've talked about in the past, I like these um, these sort of like uh, I mean, they're not gag covers; they're sort of a uh, like a a picture. Uh, I mean, of course, they're a picture, but they're kind of a story within a picture. Um, they're very rarely just a static image there's there's always some sort of movement and something happening on these covers um but not uh no dialogue balloons no like outward gag like that just a a, a cool um uh you know almost static image but with a little bit a little bit of excitement thrown in there I like it. Nice work on that one, Fernando. Um, so let's say, let's look into the story. Happiness is a clean pup. We find that Archie and Jughead have started a dog washing business. Um, I absolutely love this. There's a couple of good puns in here. Um, I like the alliteration of Dog Washers Incorporated. We polish your pooch. Um, I like, what was the thing that Jughead says in here? There's a uh, a poster that says "We'll wash the spots off of spot," which I think is really really good. Um, there's one other pun that Jughead throws out here, but I can't find it at the moment. Anyway, uh, Jughead and Archie have started this, and uh, it it is no end of frustration to Mister Andrews. Um, uh, he he keeps repeatedly getting sprayed by the hose. Um, at one point, uh, Betty brings her cat Caramel to get a, uh, a dog washing and the cat of course freaks out at the side of water goes flying into the house um, to upset Mr. Andrews even more. Um, anyone who's a fan of the Archie old time radio shows will love this because it is it is a very similar plot of just uh, long suffering Fred Andrews um, just uh, losing his mind with frustration. Um, and there's a great uh, little twist, little gag at the end. Um, ultimately, uh, Fred Andrews comes to their assistance, but not in the way that you would necessarily think. Um, a really good gag. Um, I love. There's a, a there's a few subtle things that Fernando does well in his stories. Um, obviously, he's a great storyteller. I like the. Um, 
there's a, a subtle, um, or or I guess it isn't subtle. It's pretty overt. But there's um there's a subtlety to his line that I really really like. I like um there's a panel here with Hot Dog and Vegas, um, and he really makes them look aggravated. He gives these two dogs like enough of like a like a human facial feature so that uh you can clearly decide that they are upset with what's going on but not so much that they that they don't look like dogs it's cool i don't know if i could do that in a million years um and he does it effortlessly or seemingly effortlessly um which is really really awesome um i love in the final page of the story there's uh an exterior shot of pops and um we see, um, what is her name? Um, Shrill? Is that Shrill? I'm so bad with some of these characters. Um, I believe that's Shrill. I'm not sure who the other dude is. But, you know, a couple of characters. Um, uh, the shot itself is showing you the exterior of Pops. Um, but why not throw a couple of characters there in the foreground? So you've got a couple characters walking down the street, and uh, the dude has just has this bird that has just landed on his head. And there's just a, a nice, like, I don't know, quirkiness to that moment. Um, and, you know, you didn't have to put in those characters. You could have just shown the exterior of Pops, but why not go that extra mile and uh, have that little bit of, um, that little, just that little bit of interest to uh to 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 give your eyes something to look at with uh with what otherwise could have been a pretty static um uh establishing shot of an exterior of a building just cool stuff i just i don't know i just i love fernando's work um it's great um in the second story we push right into right after this first story is uh what i assume to be one of the very early Fernando Ruiz stories. This is again scripted and penciled by Fernando with inks by Bob Smith and letters by Bill Yoshida. Um, so definitely that would be early. That would be at least uh, early 2000s or late 90s um, if Bill Yoshida was still around and lettering stuff. This is a story called uh, Archie in Bushed. And it's interesting to jump from, you know, obviously, as we've talked about, the very latest, the very newest story from Fernando to one of his earlier works. Because, um, obviously, his grasp of the characters is a lot different. Um, His style is a lot different. Um, In this, I assume he's still sort of like working into that house style and finding his way into it. But there's a lot of stuff that... Um, is very familiar, is very present in his in his work throughout the years. Um, one of those things I want to pinpoint in this story um, are, is just the use of animals. As I said in the last story, there's that uh, there's the panel with the guy with the bird on his head. Um, there's um, the the great work in in drawing animals and working animals into the story. And here there's a story that is. Uh, Otherwise, a story of Archie attempting to work with his mother, Mary Andrews, um, and uh, Mary sort of giving him different directions every other minute, and he's sort of, you know, working hard to uh, to appease her and is carrying these heavy things around. So that's the plot of the story. Um, but what's going on aside from there, there's a great moment where there's a squirrel 
um, again, in an otherwise, uh, in a shot that's telling another story entirely um, of uh, Archie going to the garage to get the shovel to bring it out. Um, in the foreground of that shot is a tree branch and a squirrel trying to push all of these, uh, I don't know whether they're acorns or almonds or whatever they are up a tree branch and in the next panel Archie has has brought his shovel out and is about to start digging and we see uh in the foreground of that shot Fred Andrews being struck by all of those acorns or whatever kind of nuts they are um falling out of the tree um just you know a simple thing that not everyone would think to throw into that scene um just cool, uh, just just cool stuff, and I feel like there's always something like that in a Fernando Ruiz story. There's always um, just a, a subtle gag, and often it is with uh, some sort of like little animal, little woodland creature, whomever. Um, I'm noticing, I think in neither of these stories do we get a Cosmo the Merry Martian sighting. I'm now going through that first story again, but um, our other Fernando story which I'm finding now is a click trick. Here we go. Archie in click trick. Um, there definitely is a Cosmo the Merry Martian sighting in this particular story. Um, in this story, Archie is explaining to Jughead that there is construction outside of his bedroom window. They have dug up the road, um, and therefore they have these uh, these blinking beacons. Um <laughs> Uh, hanging out in the street to alert drivers at night that there's this giant hole in the road that they're going to have to avoid. Unfortunately, these blinking lights are right outside Archie's window, and they keep him awake all night long. And uh, Archie's Jughead is relaying the story to Jughead. Um, well, Jughead is just playing with the yo-yo. Like, I don't know if that was in the script. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Um... But just a, a cool, you know, just a cool extra thing to have going on. Um, there's also, uh, there's, you know, some birds flying around as this story is going on. Again, quintessential Fernando Ruiz. Um, and in this story, oh, here we go, here we go. Now I'm following the adventure here. Um, this is, again, I read this story, and now that I'm going back and looking at it again to talk about it with you guys, I'm noticing Jughead is playing with this yo-yo. The yo-yo string snaps, and then uh, we see in the third page in that a dog has grabbed the yo-yo and is running off with it. Um, that's a, you know just a subtle, um, I you know I hesitate to call it another plot, um, but just a fun gag that that that, that goes in there. Um, so uh, Jughead and Archie decide that they're going to go camping, get away from the city, get away from the construction. There's a really uh, blissful. A you know gleeful looking uh, rabbit here in the woods as they come to set up, and uh, great twist at the end. Archie can't get to sleep because there are too many fireflies. So good, so good. Um, and here in the final panel with Archie throwing his arms up in the air. In the foreground, we've got this. Um, uh, I mean, I guess it it isn't a giant firefly. It's just um, it's uh, perspective because the firefly is very close to the the camera, as it were. And the firefly is looking right at the uh, at the uh, at the reader, which is awesome. Again, giving the firefly, you know, a, enough human characteristics so that we can we can see that sly smile and uh, you know share that moment, 
you know, sort of looking eye to eye with this this Firefly who is ruining Archie's night. Um, but still very much reads as a Firefly and not some sort of anthropomorphic monster or anything. Um, really, really fun story. There's some great inks in here. I guess I didn't mention at the top that this was this story was scripted by Mike Pulowski, pencils by Fernando Ruiz, um, inks by John, John D'Agostino, and colors by Barry Grossman. Um, there's a, a great panel in here just on the second page of this story where Archie is sitting up in bed, and there next to him is our Cosmo the Merry Martian cameo as like a little uh, lantern or lamp or nightlight or something next to Archie's bed. But um, this is the panel that displays to you that those blinking lights are going off outside of Archie's window. And so there's some really nice shading um, uh, with that light coming in through his window. It looks really, really nice. Um, Just a really uh, quality panel and, uh, you know, speaks to the talents of the inker on this particular book. In this case, uh, John D'Agostino. So we'll wrap it up there you know obviously this is a double digest it's 150 pages there's a ton more stories we could talk about including um some of the the early uh archie and valerie stories uh with that bill galvin art that i love so much um a story with the riverdale kids uh (laughs) visiting the statue of liberty it's like hyper patriotic you've really got to check it out um lots and lots of good stuff in this issue but we'll leave it there. A um, little dedication, a little shout out to Fernando this week on the Riverdale podcast. Um, don't forget to be uh, to be uh, buying and checking out um, Die Kitty Die. Um, if you're a Fernando fan and you didn't hear the episode in which I talked with him and Dan Parent, that's uh, a, a bunch of episodes back, almost almost two months back now. Uh, but head back in the archive and check out that interview. Find out what Fernando's working on at the moment. Um, so we'll wrap it up there. There it is. That's our book of the week. Um, Archie Comics Double Digest number 269. All right, guys. This is a sizable news week for Archie Comics. Let's talk about them in no particular order. We'll save the exciting stuff for the end, I guess guess um who cares we're gonna talk about them anyway we'll talk about any any order doesn't really matter first up benny veronica variant covers um were officially announced i got a a uh, an email with a, a a big batch file of all of the covers and within that archie comics is making available um specific barcodes and specific ordering codes for specific covers. So if you go through that list and find a cover that you particularly like, you can uh, you can you know take a look at that code, bring that to your retailer, and they can hopefully order it for you. Um, you know, have it waiting for you when it comes in. I thought that was a nice move. Um, if you're going to have that many covers, it's probably a good idea for you to be able to order it to make sure you got the cover you want and also for your retailer to know what covers to order i'm sure that that's a, a difficult decision to make um i look through them i'm particularly psyched on the colleen, uh, colleen coover covers also the genevieve ft covers really really fantastic but yeah they're all they're all fantastic chip zadarsky's cover i think is really great and very different than any style i've seen him do before 
I like that one a lot. Um, but I'm sure you can go over to rgcomics.com. There's a bunch of sites that have posted, um, you know, a, a big long list of all of those covers and uh, the the artists that have uh, that have made them happen. Also this week, uh, we got the announcement that our, our Afterlife with Archie number nine um, sold out and is going back for a second printing. Um, at this point, I don't know how much stock to put into that. Um, on the one hand, as we've talked about the last couple weeks, um, there's been a concern with uh, potential drop-off in interest or... Um, a, a drop-off in people buying the single issues. Um, there's concern that with its lateness, uh, fewer people would be buying the issues. So perhaps that means that that's not the case and that people are buying the issues. But I also um, think it's pretty common practice for Archie Comics to print a low number of them um, to get that secondary push of publicity with the sellout and then the inevitable, um, you know, second edition, second printing coming out. That's happened with um, the majority of the issues of this series. So it's hard to tell really where the sales have landed on this. Did they um, underestimate how many people were going to buy the book and therefore are reprinting it? Or did they sort of... Um, you know, uh, uh, sort of like, you know, you know, fix the numbers a little bit or um, underprint or, um, you know, just in- intentionally uh, make the decision to print fewer books um, with the knowledge that they could go ahead and do a second printing and that that would be good publicity for them later on. I guess we don't really know. But in any event, <laughs> if you want another great... Afterlife with Archie cover drawn by uh, Francesco Francavilla. That is exactly what's happening. We'll have um, there'll be a new one of those out in stores, I guess, in a few weeks. So um, keep an eye out for that. And now let's talk about the biggest news of the week, the biggest news in the world, the biggest news in maybe I don't know, maybe all of the time that I've been doing this podcast. I'm in this four plus years, um, and I have never really seen an announcement from Archie like this that just instantly ignited excitement. When Afterlife was announced, um, you know, some people were excited, some people were trepidatious. You know, there's been, um, uh, you know, various uh, books that were, you know, attention-seeking or, you know, that uh, were polarizing or whatever. You know, like uh, um, Archie versus Predator comes to mind, things like that. Archie versus Sharknado. Um, books that were announced that were, uh, that were, that got a lot of eyes and a lot of people talked about them. But none, none have been this exciting. None have been as, like, universally across the board, everyone is excited about this, as the relaunch of Josie and the Pussycats. Awesome. I don't think Josie and the Pussycats have had their own books since the 70s, since that initial run of Josie that turned into Josie and the Pussycats. I mean, after that, we had them in, um, you know, Archie Giant series. 
we had them in uh was it Archie and Friends maybe where they had had the stories in the early 2000s around the time that the movie came out not even when the movie came out did they have their own book they were i think they were starring in a lot of the lead stories in Archie and Friends back then but it wasn't a straight up Joe's and the Pussycats book um this fall as part of the new Riverdale initiative we're getting a brand new uh, Josie and the Pussycats book. Um, I've got creative uh, creator names here. Um, they are folks that I'm super um, aware of. Marguerite Bennett is definitely a name I know. I believe she does a lot of DC books. Uh, Marguerite Bennett and uh, Cameron Diordio um, will be writing it um, with artwork by Audrey Mock. Um, I don't know how this book could be bad. I don't know. I mean, I guess what, as we get closer, we'll see more art. We'll get a better idea of what the tone of the book is going to be. But, oh, my gosh, is anyone not excited for this book? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think you can mess this up. I think that there's so much. I mean, this is like this is like episode one. <laughs> this is like this is like the Phantom Menace, like um, in a good way. This is like the Phantom Menace. Like people have been waiting for this so long that even if it's bad, it's going to take like six months for people to know that it's bad. We're just going to be blindly so psyched about this that we'll read three or four issues in before we can make any judgments. Maybe I should use the. Maybe I should make that more of an I statement. I am certainly going to read <laughs> this book so hard and uh, and just blindly love it. Um, I I really really can't wait for this book. I'm really excited about it. And there's a couple of, of um, there's there's some artwork from Audrey Mock, um, mostly just a just a an image of the band in their like they're like uh, you know pussycat outfits like you know cartoon style, um, and then there's a fantastic Veronica Fish um, variant cover for the first issue, and it is amazing. I'm looking at it right now. And it's uh, the the three of them hanging out in uh, presumably Josie's bedroom. Josie's sitting on the bed. Uh, Melody's there. Valerie's there. Um, but the uh, just the stuff going on on the walls is so so good. Um, there is first up. There's a Shonen Knife poster. Awesome. Um, there's an Archie's record. There's a Talking Heads poster. There's a Run DMC sticker. There's a Playbill for Hedwig and the Angry Inch. There's a Ramones poster. There's a in uh, like a like a vintage style um, rock and roll poster for Chuck Berry. Um, and in the the middle of all this is a uh, a picture of the lead singer of the Stains um, from that like fantastic. Um, early 80s movie ladies and gentlemen the fabulous stains um that was that was the most exciting thing for me um yeah i'm i'm excited about this series i'm i'm <laughs> i guess we've got to wrap up the news cuz i'm just going to babble about it um but uh it's currently set for a, an april 28th release um hopefully we'll get more art and more information about this around um san diego comic con that would be fantastic um but we'll just have to wait and see so there you have it. That's the news of the week. Uh, we got the Betty and Veronica variants. We got uh, Afterlife selling out yet again. And we've got a brand new Josie and the Pussycats book coming in September. All right. New releases. New releases for this past Wednesday, the 8th of June, are as follows. First up, of course, are 
book of the week, Archie Comics Double Digest number 269. Also out this week, Sonic the Hedgehog number 282. Coming up this coming Wednesday, the 15th of June, Betty and Veronica Summer Annual Digest number 244. As well as Jughead number 7. This will be the very first issue with the new artist Derek Charm. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This is another issue that snuck up on me. Um, these, like, every six weeks books, somehow I forget about them and then they come around again. Um, but uh, that's got three different, four, four, four different covers on there. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, we'll probably be talking about that next week. I don't know. It depends on what's going on in, in Betty and Brent. Yeah, we'll talk about Jughead number seven next week for sure. Um, also coming out next week, Sonic Universe number 86. A um, couple different covers on that as well. Um, seems like Archie is doing a, a pretty good job of catching up on those those issues. They had a, f- a few months in there where uh, we didn't see any Sonic issues at all, and it seems like they're they're cranking them out now. So we might actually be caught up in uh, not too much time here. Um, but there you have it. Those are your new releases for this past Wednesday, the eighth, and this coming Wednesday, the fifteenth, from Archie Comics. All right, folks, um, as I've talked about in the closings of the show, um, there are a bunch of ways to get in touch with me. One of the ways to get in touch with me is to go to riverdalepodcast.com slash ask. Um, that's super simple. Um, riverdalepodcast.com is a Tumblr. So if, if you're on Tumblr, you can follow us there. You can... Uh, you know, reblog us and all that stuff um, if you're interested in doing so. One of my favorite things about Tumblr is that you can just do, you know, the blog you're looking at slash ask. Um, and if the, the Tumblr is set up for that kind of thing, um, you can just send in a question. You can send it in anonymously. You can send it in, uh, you know, through your uh, your Tumblr account. So I got a question that came in and I answered it on RiverdalePodcast.com, um, which I'll be doing with all of these Tumblr questions that come in. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about it here on the show as well. I'm not sure if people are looking on the website for answers. Um, anyway, here we go. This came in from Jenny. Um, Jenny says, Do you remember the old Archie website from around 2000 to 2001? I would spend hours reading the comic PDFs and playing with the games. It was much more interactive and maybe even geared toward younger readers than today's site. Uh, would like to hear your thoughts if you have any. Jenny, um, I th- there is a very specific thing that this made me think of. Um, I don't have... I don't have a ton of specific memories of the things that you mentioned. Um, I don't remember them having comic PDFs and, and games and stuff. At least not back then. Um, but there is a very specific thing that I remember reading on the Archie Comics website back in the day. And so what I did is I went to archive.org and I uh, went into the Wayback Machine, um, uh, punched in the URL... Um, and if anyone hasn't done this before with websites that they they like going to, it's the best. Um, it's it's a it's a it's an archive that you can go through like year by year, and there are um, basically uh, it's an archive of of past websites. And uh, oftentimes, a lot of the links are dead and stuff, but you can still look at what 
the web page looked like many, many years ago. The Archie page goes back to like 96. Um, uh, there's some interesting stuff in 98. Um, but I remember reading these like really specific guidelines for the use of the Archie characters. Um, and this is from the website back in, I think, 2000. Um, but yeah, I remember reading these guidelines. And as soon as I got this message from you, Jenny, I was like, oh man, I wonder if that, I wonder if I can find that or if I dreamed it or forgot about it or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you'll stick with me, I'm going to read this thing or some of it. Um, uh, but it's, uh, it, it's fantastic. Um, it says, uh, Archie Comics Publications actually has very strict guidelines that it insists everyone who is part of Archie's world observe. Um, and then it says, Archie Comics Publications Guidelines for Use of Characters. Um, uh, and granted, this is back in 2000. So as I read these, think about how many of these have just been completely blown out of the water by, by their publishing line in the last, I don't know, four or five years. All right, so these are the Archie Comics guidelines for use of characters around uh, the year 2000. Um, any use must portray the characters in a manner which is substantially consistent with the wholesome manner in which they are portrayed in the comic books published by Archie Comics publications. For example, they shall A, not be depicted in explicit activities inappropriate for a youthful audience. B, always be shown wearing seatbelts when driving. C, never be shown taking drugs. D, never be shown smoking. E, never be shown drinking alcoholic beverages. F, never be shown nude. G, never be shown engaging in violent or abusive behavior. H, never be shown in knowingly engaged, engaged in illegal activities. And I, never be shown engaging in activities which would which is in, 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 in any activity which is contradictory to the commitment of Archie Comics Publications to the use of the characters to promote good dental and personal hygiene. That is an amazing statement. That whole thing is um, very particular and very precise, and, and it made sense for that era 100%. But man, that does not seem like the kind of, um, uh, I mean, editorial and like licensing sort of, uh, sort of guideline that you would put on a website. You certainly wouldn't do that now. I mean, this seems like a very um, important piece of a document you were going to sign with someone who was going to make a TV show or a product based on your characters. Um, but it seems like a very odd thing to just put on your website. But I, I, I mean, again, this is 16 years ago. The internet was a very, very different place. Um, but um, thank you so much, Jenny, for reminding me of that. Um, for whatever reason, you know, I wasn't a huge Archie reader back in 2000, so I'm not sure why I was there, why I was reading these headlines and stuff. But... Um, but man, was it fun to go back and check that out. Um, I went back, you know, now that I'm, I was in archive.org looking at the, the, way, the internet archive way back machine, I found, um, you know, an article or, uh, I mean, kind of what you would call now like a blog post from Michael Silberkleit, the late Michael Silberkleit, um, 
talking about some important things. Like, uh, hi, it says, uh, hi, fans. Again, this is from 1998. He says, hi, fans. First, the big news. There's going to be a Josie and the Pussycats motion picture. Which, of course, came to be and uh, was notoriously disliked uh, by Archie Editorial at the time. Um, I love that movie. Um, I will I will talk about how much I love that movie forever. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it goes on to talk about um, uh, how, you know, Archie staff are going into toy stores looking for um, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch dolls that were produced for the television show back in the 90s and how they're having a hard time finding them and would like, he would like to hear from fans about whether they're finding them in shops. Just, I don't know, interesting stuff. Um, and this is a whole tangent I went on because I got that message from Jenny. Um, Jenny, <laughs> thanks for writing in. Apparently I do have a lot to say <laughs> about the website from 2000, 2001. So yeah, if you get a chance to go to archive.org, punch in archiecomics.com, have a blast. If you guys do that and find interesting stuff, please write in and tell me. Um, or send me a link to it or whatever. I would love to to check it out. Um, and I have an email. Um, it's the the final email we'll be looking at this week. This comes from J M Turner. Uh, J M Turner says, "Will any other filmation Archie cartoons ever come out on DVD besides the Archie Show and Archie's Funhouse? I'd love to have U.S. of Archie on DVD, even though the songs in it aren't as good." Um, he also asks. Uh, did Supreme Girl from the Archie's Weird Mysteries cartoon ever actually appear in an, in an Archie comic? Keep up the good work on your show. Cool. Thanks for writing in, JM. I don't know. I mean, I definitely can't solidly answer either of these questions, unfortunately. Um, I I don't know where the rights lie for the Filmation cartoon. I don't know who owns... I feel like... This, uh, I don't know. I feel like a bunch of those filmation properties are are wrapped up and owned by one company. I'm not sure how much Archie owns. Um, again, I don't. I don't work for Archie. I don't. I don't know much about it. Even when I did work for Archie, I definitely wasn't having these kind of conversations. Um, but I, th- I, I would say that. If Archie has control over whether those cartoons come out, it's probably going to be a while before we see them because they're largely and hugely rebranding themselves with the Riverdale TV show, with New Riverdale, um, with Afterlife, with Sabrina. You know, those are are that's the sort of vision of of Riverdale and with Archie Comics that they're running with now. Um, it's not to say in 10 years they won't come back to that sort of like wholesome image of those comics uh, or those cartoons from the 70s. But uh, I would say if Archie has a say in it, though, we probably won't see those cartoons for, for a while. Um, but if another company has uh, control or licensing or the ability to put those DVDs out, I would think that if Riverdale hits and is popular and there's sort of a resurgence in the interest in Archie, there's a real possibility that uh, that they would sort of strike while the iron's hot and make those available. Again, that is all completely speculation on my part. Um, I have no control over this, no inside information, but uh, that's what I would say. 
is that um, if Archie has control, we probably won't see them. If there's another company, um, they might find a financial benefit in putting those out uh, sooner than later. Um, On to your second question of Supreme Girl. I haven't watched the entirety of Archie's Weird Mysteries. Um, I bought the the collection. I think the the DVD that's out, there's a DVD set that has every single episode. Um, I definitely haven't watched all of them. So I did a little uh, image search for Supreme Girl. Um, She's sort of a hooded character with a blue and red costume. And unless she showed up in the Archie's Weird Mysteries comic, which I don't think she did, um, she definitely doesn't have a history in Archie comics that I'm aware of. And I don't think she's shown up in comics since. Um, If anyone else has an answer to Jam's question, um, let me know. Send me a message, and I will let let you know, Jam, uh, if I hear anything different. But I do not think that Supreme Girl showed up in any Archie comics. So there you have it, folks. Uh, That's the mailbag for this week. Um, Let's wrap it up. Uh, Let's wrap up the show. All right, folks, on the way out today, as always, I'm going to remind everybody all the ways to get in touch. If you want to get in touch just like Jenny and JM did, you can always send an email to riverdalepodcast at yahoo.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh, Twitter. You can, uh, as I said, go to riverdalepodcast.com slash ask. A little box will come up. You can write all your comments in and send it right over to me. And you can call and leave a voicemail. You can leave a voicemail at 573-427-2443. That's 573-4-ARCHIE. Don't forget that our very first book club episode is coming up. We'll be talking about the first trade of the new Riverdale Archie reboot. That's the first five issues. So um, I'm going to sit down this week and read those first five issues again. I'm going to read them all in one chunk. Um, you know, write down my thoughts on them. And then we're going to get together with a, uh, you know, a roundtable of folks. And we're going to discuss this relaunch, this this reboot. And uh, and talk about those five issues as a whole, as, as one big piece. So that's going to be lots of fun. It'll be even more fun with your thoughts and input um so if you've read those issues if you want to sit down and read them again uh however you want to do it send in your thoughts on those first five issues you can uh send an email uh uh, do a voicemail and i'll share those on that episode it'll be a fun book club episode looking at that very first trade i guess that's gonna do it for this week um thanks everyone who's contributing on patreon if you want to contribute as i said at the top of the show you can go to patreon.com slash riverdale podcast um thank you guys so much for listening every week i do appreciate it my name is jonathan and i will see you again next week right here in lovely riverdale usa